Hello, hello, and welcome. This is Post Hump Day Podcast. My name's Tommy DeSalt. I'm Kellen King. It is good to be back. It's a good day to be alive. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. I tell you what, uh, we had a little, little uh, I wouldn't say cold front, but a little Ooh, cool yeah. front come through. Yeah, it's been feeling good. All last week, it's been feeling good to go outside. It's been nice. Um, yeah, the weather is starting to change. Um, it's feeling like falls getting here, mm-hmm. uh, kinda. <laughs> and I mean, I can just smell Thanksgiving. It's right around the corner, but for, it's, it's, let's not, it's getting here. Let's not, you know, leapfrog over my favorite holiday, Halloween, which is yeah, Halloween. I'm a big, and I see B over there. She's got her Halloween shirt on. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> we're amped for Halloween this year. We I haven't gotten. I, I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween this year. And I mean, I we don't want to dwell on it too much because you know we can talk about that next episode but uh i just haven't been in the holiday halloween spirit Mm. right now i've just been busy with work you know lulu's birthday was this month and i'm just trying we're about to move so i haven't really been getting into it but what i have been getting into some of that ranger baseball oh my gosh dude i tell you what i am I'm very impressed. Yeah. Uh, they, for for a, a season that was not predicted to go this way. Right. In yeah. the first place. At the very beginning of the season, like, I had, you know, didn't really think that, yeah, obviously you're not going to be <laughs> going this far into the playoffs. So, you know, we don't know. The first game's tonight, right, against the Astros. And first of all, I'm excited for Texas, for the whole state of Texas. Yeah, the the ALCS, uh, eh, They've been giving us a little bit of shit. I don't know if you've noticed that. They, yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I tell you what, I, I got a real bone to pick. Yeah, is the spirit that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Halloween and spirits, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's on my mind. I get Yankee vibes. Mm-hmm. I do. I get Yankee vibes. I do too. Now they have been here like a lot, right? Right. And so like when we celebrated going to the playoffs, they were like, act like you've been here before, you know? And I understand lately they've been a better ball club than we have. Yeah. yeah. But if we want to talk about the whole time, you know, they've been into the league, we have blown them out of the water. They want, it's always 2017 and on that they want to talk about. They want to talk about, you know, Anytime when Pudge Rodriguez or, you know, the it's homies, been a newer era it's, it's for a, them. Yeah, it's know. a newer era for them. And they uh, they are trying to take like the baseball title from us, if that makes sense. I, I see that. Yeah, no, 100%. And I would be with them. Yeah, you know, they have won a World Series, asterisk. But <laughs> yeah. like, I understand that they have. Recent, recent biased. If that's if if, if you want to say that, yeah. No, I, I hear you, and I, I they are very excited that you know these games are going to be there and in, uh, mm-hmm. in, in Houston and um, man, I I it's one of those things where like we've played some phenomenal baseball. Yes, absolutely. We've had a few games. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we got one of the best offenses. I mean, right now. yeah, we we gave up a lot of runs in some games that we mm-hmm. shouldn't have. Um, our pitching has been, it's been making it. Yeah, um, lately. You know, we gave up a grand slam, but then, yeah. you know what we got? We got a grand slam back. Yeah. Um, so. Return to cinder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, I, I don't have a good take on what's going to happen. Me neither. I really have no idea what's going to happen but in I'm this excited. series. But I'm, I'm excited. But I'm so excited. This yeah. has been like, uh, all season, you know, I've been watching and, Play, pay, paying attention, but now like this this Texas battle, the Houston versus you know Texas Rangers, um, that's like what baseball is all about in a sense. It's I'm excited. That's a good rivalry already, which is kind of funny. But you know, if you would if you were a child when we were kids, yeah, neither of our teams were very good. Yeah, yeah. I think well, we had one like okay year. Like in ninety, sure, sure. I'll give you one year, sure. Yeah, I want to say I could be wrong. I don't know, but yeah, I just remember every time we would go to the Rangers game, like they would lose. Yeah, like, it was yep. still fun. Yep, it was still a great time. Yeah, I mean, you were getting that big, uh, 
Rona. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about um the Dallas Cowboys for a second. Okay. Now they do play later this week. We them boys. We am we are them boys. But I will say we did shit the bed pretty hard and then rolled around in it for a little bit. We got nice and comfy in it. Yeah. Uh, against the 49ers. That was so bad. I had to turn it off after. I don't even think I, I watched the second uh, Dude, half. Yeah. I, I was. Yeah. Oh yeah, I went God. upstairs. I want to back up. The, sure. the day before. Um, no, I apologize. It was that morning. It was the morning. You of, shit the bed. Um. No, <laughs> I was with I was with uh, we'll call him Joe. Okay. Um, and this guy is badass. He's mm-hmm. he's been a trucker for over forty one years. Shout out! Like he is, you know, the heart of America. Um, just hardworking guy, mm-hmm. and he says it like it is. And we sat there and talked about the game and what a test this was going to be. Yeah. Um, and when I left his house, I was like thinking, you know what? Joe and I done talked this out. <laughs> We're going to win this game. Oh, we might have a good shot. God. And, and, and we knew it was going to be a test. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody knew that this was going to be a hard game to win. Sure. However, we'll get into it. I did not see it being that bad. No, it definitely revealed a lot about our team more than it did the 49ers. The 49ers have always been a good team. I mean, not always, but it's always been a great rivalry. But I will say that in the earlier weeks, uh, you know, when we were playing the Jets, when we were playing the Giants, we didn't have to do much offensively. We had our defense kind of hold it down, you know, got us some points, and Dak was basically in cruise control. And so I was like, okay, we haven't, he hasn't really had to do anything. And I'm not really going to, I'm not here to really shit on Dak. I will say he's not playing very well, but I honestly think it's the schemes that he's in. I yeah. think that, I mean, and, and I, I like Mike McCarthy. I think he's a good coach. Yeah. But lately, man, I can't really, I can't really like, I don't. Him I don't way. think that Dak is a West Coast offense guy. No, I also don't think Mike McCarthy is. I, I mean, I, I don't think that he has. Uh, you have to be pretty innovative, you know. And I don't think. And the last three offensive coordinators we've had: Jason Garrett, uh, Kellen Moore, and then Mike McCarthy. Now they're not. They haven't been very innovative, and they don't really scheme Ceedee Lamb. They're, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't use him. Uh, I mean, he. I could tell he was getting frustrated at the game. And now I know we got the Chargers this week. It'll be interesting to see. But you know what pissed me off though? What probably pissed me off too? What is as frustrated as they were? I'm like, homie, you were fucking up too. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's these <sighs> the the energy throughout that game was tough for me to watch yeah. because I mean, you've got wideouts that are. You know, I would say um, it's happened all season long. Yes, Dak has thrown interceptions. That's yeah. been a common theme. But yeah. how many times also was it that bounced off the receiver? The receiver hands? just yeah. yeah. And that's usually what I would how I would defend Dak. I'd be like, you know, I don't feel like a lot of his interceptions are his fault. But uh, a lot of I will say he had some pretty shitty interceptions this game. No, and, undoubtedly, and multiple, you know? undoubtedly, yeah. But then it's like, hey, man, like. We got to work together, mm-hmm. especially in a game like that. Yeah. Um, and, and look at, you know, some of these teams that have come back for some large deficits this year already. Um, and, and once Ooh, you count yourself out. I know where you're going. Yeah. Once you count yourself out and you start battling against each other, mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough to, to do much with that. And, and I would add is our defense – Here's what sucked is our defense is A plus defense. Yeah, sure. And the commentators on that game were like, oh, you know, maybe they were overhyped. Maybe Dallas is overrated on it. And I'm like, look, is it possible that they had a bad game at the worst time? Sure. Like, I think that, I don't think that they're over. They just couldn't, I honestly, they couldn't stop any part of the, of, 49ers offense. Uh, they were running the ball on them easily. <clears throat> they were 
throw in on them. Easily. And that's usually where we are strong. Yeah, sure. You know, is that not only the pass rush, mm-hmm. but being able to stop the run. Yeah. Now Diggs is out. I mean, he's been out for now two weeks. Um, well, I mean, once you hear this, yeah. he'll be out for two weeks. Yeah. And, you know, he's one of our best defenders, like best DBs. Uh, we have Gilmore. He's still good. Still a great. You know, he made the Pro Bowl or whatever last year, or what? Well, he he made got the award for best defensive player. Yeah. Um, which I'm guessing he probably made the Pro Bowl as well. But uh, my my whole point in saying that is we're having a lot of injuries now. Like LVE's out, who I mm. used to be really low on, and now he's kind of turned into a little bit of a Sean Lee. Where if he's not in, I feel like our defense is doesn't really have that you know leader quarterback. I agree. Kind of, I agree. Dude, as soon as I saw uh, dude, his neck, I was like, oh, shit. And then Turpin, uh, Turpin went out. Yeah. Um, my God, I love Turpin. Um, I used to not like him. Uh, there was a TCU boy. Yeah, he, I know. I, I didn't know he's a local guy, but he, uh, he, he fumbled a lot of punts last year. He did, yeah. yeah. And some kickoffs, and I was like, man, we you got it. But he's turned, turned it up. Yeah. You like that? I do love it. <laughs> Yeah, he had some bad drops last year. Yeah, um, there was there was some bad memes about him uh, for sure. And, and, and you know what? I love a good comeback story. Like he came back with a determination yeah. I've never seen. He's he's a better player this uh, year. out of him. Like I mean, because everybody knows, like at the college level, he he did great. Yeah. Um, and then coming up into the league and having some mishaps, I was like, uh, and people were debating, like, hey. Is he really National Football League material? Yeah, uh, and so to see him going out there, and I tell you what, that that touchdown, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I love that. Uh, you know, he's going out as a, as a receiver basically, yeah, uh, and turning the heat on. But then he gets out, and then our return game fell apart pretty quick thereafter. So what I don't I, know, man. I, I wanted to talk about uh, you know around the horn some college football. Yeah. And then uh, I know we got some Taylor Swift. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelly thing. Okay. Everybody knows about yeah, it. We, yeah, we got yeah. that. So this is some new stuff that's coming out. She's, <laughs> she, well, there's a movie that came out, and I want to talk about that. Uh, the etiquette at movie theaters. Yeah. Okay. Um, you were telling me I didn't stay up for it. Uh, you know, yesterday was Lulu's birthday, so we went out, and I, I didn't really get to watch that much college football. I do want to start first at uh, our team. Oklahoma mm. State. Yeah. <laughs> we held it together, baby. Man, uh, about time. Yeah. Uh, so for you guys that don't really care, Kansas is a very bad, historically bad football team. Somehow they are ranked this year, and we played them and uh, almost lost. Yeah, it, it really got dicey there. Um, <laughs> it's been a terrible season. Oh, yeah. This is one of the worst seasons we've had. Um, yeah, it really while. has been tough to watch. Um even the most diehard, you know, fans, uh, alumni that I know have been yeah. kind of shitting on. Uh, well, we've been doing the three quarterback thing, and we've stopped yeah. it now. Yeah, Gundy but, came to his senses. Yeah, um, a couple weeks ago, he yeah. started dialing it in, and um, I, 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 I will say this: like the passion was alive against Kansas. <laughs> yeah, at least there was some tenacity there. One of my friends said, "Are we about to storm the field if, if we win this game?" <laughs> yeah, and it's embarrassing and that I we even like, think that way. Probably, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was it, it was too close for comfort. Um, but it, in the same time, we are not good. And for um, for a conference for Big Twelve, you know, you're having a lot of changes. You want to be that top dog right now. If you're not the top dog right now, you're going to be so much lower when all these changes happen. First of all, because you know OU's leaving, Texas is leaving, but more 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 importantly for Oklahoma State, OU is leaving, right. which a lot of that like homegrown talent is going to go want to play for the SEC. We're going to lose out on a lot of that, especially if you're not producing anything now. Once they leave, there's no reason to if you you can't say you know a couple years ago. We could have won the Big 12. You know, we could have gone on and done some better things. Now we're kind of mid to bottom of the barrel of the Big 12, and it's not a good time to be at the bottom. No. And and I mean, for recruiting sense, to take it back, I mean, there was a conversation, you know, before that, it was like, 
are we going to make it to the big dance? Like, you know, we were competing at a very high level. And now you find yourself in in a tough situation. And and when the circumstances have shifted with the trade portal, I mean, all this that's come about of recent, um, you don't want to be finding yourself scrambling to even make it in your conference. Right. That's, yeah, that's exactly my point. Like, they, it's going to get to the point now where Oklahoma State is behind when it comes to recruiting, become, uh, you know, it was something that kind of happened with uh, Texas A&M. You know, they left and they got a lot of great recruits. And they pulled them, you know, from Texas. They pulled them from – Texas was still getting those good recruits. But yeah, Texas has, you know, historically been known for not doing anything with good recruits. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll play okay at Texas and then they'll go on and do very well in the NFL. Well, I mean, besides Mike Young, Mike Young, rest in peace. He's not dead, but he, he doesn't play anymore. <laughs> um, but – I, I think that Oklahoma State is going to go that same route where, uh, yeah, they're just not going to get anybody to play. And, you know, for Mike Gundy, he usually doesn't have very good players. And he just gets the best out of them. Yeah. Um, well, there's that. But I'd also say you're, you're going to get your Oklahoma kids that grew up wanting sure. to play OSU football. Sure. You're always going to have that. Um, and, and developing That's, that, I think he's great at. Yeah, he is. Um, it's a small pool though. Yeah. But I yeah. agree is when you don't have the reach that you could, yeah. um, at that level, I mean, uh, look at, you know, TCU, for example, um, you're looking at, at you know, no when, when, when we were, when we were going to games, I'm not trying to date the whole program but to say this is like you could go in without a ticket oh yeah i have done that um now they're 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 closing roads yeah three miles from campus because traffic's so bad i mean yeah it was we went downtown to eat yeah yesterday and it we almost did, didn't make it in time for our reservation right and we left like 30 minutes early yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and, and so you look at okay the kids that want to come play ball at tcu well that that's a lot from the Gary Patterson you mm-hmm. know era of developing, yep. but building and recruiting. You've got Sonny Dykes there, uh, continuing that legacy. Yeah, he's doing a pretty good job. And, and I yeah, I'd say they're getting a good draw. They're getting uh, they're picking up some talent. Um, and so my point is like these teams that are now I, they're starting to really climb up, and then you've got programs like Oklahoma State that. Could be in trouble for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I predict that. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I think I told you this. Maybe I didn't. Um, I have a three-way bet. Have I told you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, every week I'm like, I, I knew. I, like, we ended up not doing the bet, which is where Oklahoma State has to get six wins in mm. order for me right. to get paid. and To be eligible, yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to get What there. was the number you put on? How many wins? Well, I, I put six. Six? So you hit the minimum. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Vegas even said six. <laughs> they said, like, I think 6.5, which, okay, okay half games, whatever. Um, it was Florida State, A&M, who I think you want to talk about here in a second. Yeah. And uh, Oklahoma State. And the, the bet was supposed to be nine wins for Florida State, eight wins for A&M, and six for me, for Oklahoma State. Right. And I don't, I don't think we're still going to get there. I, I don't. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Um, ah, but A and M might not know. get to their bet. Yeah, God. Uh, did you watch that game? I didn't get to. I did. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Tennessee game, man. Jimbo Fisher is like, I'm not, I'm not one to just throw shade out there, but like the past couple weeks, my God. Like, yeah. what are you fucking doing? Like, these these errors in coaching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are are not college level. They are elementary just errors. That, that football, elementary football. We should start uh, announcing uh, that. Uh, I would watch that, dude. Oh, absolutely. The just level of frustration, and I'm not even an A and M guy. No, I'm I'm not. I like College Station a whole lot. Yeah, that's fun there. I didn't grow up being like a diehard Aggie. No. Um, I'm not an Aggie. Um, a lot of our friends are Aggies. Sure. Um, so the the biggest thing to me is like these decisions on, you know, these fourth and one decisions, these timeouts, like mm-hmm. it's just been a common theme of 
you know, not, not putting yourself in a position that's favorable for your program when, when it, when it counts, like, yeah, have there been some, you know, mistakes on personnel and like, yeah, are the players to blame for some of that? Absolutely. But when you look at from the top down, just decision making, Mm -hmm. I'm baffled. I do. uh, This is a different thing I want to talk about, but you, you hit something in me that I wanted. I need to to say this. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys, their defense, how many offsides do we have? How many times have we lined up offsides on defense? Last game, it was at least three or four times. The game before that was... There's like a... Yeah, there's literally... There's something in the water. There's something going on. Where they decide... They think that they are... I don't know. Is their depth perception off? Like, I understand that you're you're right there. You want to rush. You're, you know... It happens with Parsons a lot. Happens with every all of our defensive ends. They just like I I can see it happening. Yeah, you're like, hey, homie, oh you're my. lining up over the, like, yeah, ah, man, it's it is really frustrating. I'll tell you, even like I've seen it on both sides of the ball. Um, I saw it, I saw it at the, at the college level with, with TCU with, with with their offense. It was like. You know the tight end and receivers not communicating who's on or off the line. Like yeah. this happened more than once. It's just like, hey, this is high school stuff. Like let's yeah. fix it. And yeah. then it happens again. Um, I mean Alabama, same thing on their defense. Um, I mean it's it's across the board. Yeah, These, I don't know what it is. I've noticed a lot of offense. I mean, there was a couple off offsides yesterday for the Oklahoma State game, and we got some free plays out of it. It worked, but. There's been there's like a epidemic of offsides and not necessarily false starts because you're always gonna get the false starts. I think false starts are more common. Yeah. It's a little bit off, more forgiving. Yeah. But then offsides is not because there's the line. Don't cross it until the bike the ball's high. The discipline of it and you can do that fa- false step or whatever. Yeah. You know, you can you can play around, you can flirt with the line, but some of these guys are lining up offsides. Yeah, yeah, and to that, it's just like that paired with I don't know how many times this year I you see multiple times in a game where defense has got like twelve guys on the field and yeah. just not communicating, and it, it it makes me ask the question: Is it is it just total lack of discipline and awareness, or? Is it that they're throwing so much more advanced stuff at these kids that those fundamentals are just getting lost? I don't know. I, I went to the OU game a couple weekends ago. Uh, it was OU at Iowa State. And um, I did notice that OU was – their momentum, they were going very fast-paced. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, like, trying to uh, get o- Iowa State's defense tired. They were trying to get them to mess up. And so what Iowa State did a couple times was they would have a late substitution. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's to slow the clock well, down. you know who started that was Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, oh, Gundy has, like, some crazy things that he'll do like that. And it's kind of bit us in the ass and, and at times. I, yeah. Mo- most, like, notable to me is the Central Michigan game where uh, the refs didn't get the right they, – they just didn't know the rules. You know what I'm talking about with right. uh, the – it was like a, a runoff, and uh, yeah. so anyway, there's. But Gundy def, definitely has some tricks up his sleeve. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's take a break. When we come back, we've got. I, I do want to talk about <laughs> movie theater etiquette, and I what's there's another epidemic that's going around. Okay, it's with a younger generation. So uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about that, and then I've got some questions for you guys. That sounds great. We'll be right back. All right, friends, we're back. Hello. Uh, Tommy was telling me we're in our prime this this uh, right now because we, yeah. we didn't realize it was episode 60. You know, we're kind of almost, we're about to retire in a sense. We're getting up there. Yeah. Checking out cruises. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, just the thought of maybe moving in with our uh, loved ones, you know, our children. But uh, you said we're in our prime. It made you start thinking about, we do want to touch on the Colorado game. 
Uh, go for it, because I didn't get to really watch the game. I I did see notifications. Shades off for this one. Ooh, okay. Ah, Prime. Listen, um, it's been probably the story of the year in college football. Great Um, emo band, by the way. Story of the year. (laughs) Absolutely. I I miss them. Okay, keep going. I do, man. I miss miss turning on the radio and hearing stuff like that. It's the anthem. (laughs) Yeah. Of our dying day. There you go. Sorry. There you go, friends. Sure. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. The the love-hate relationship at, at Colorado um, and Coach Prime um, and, and the Sanders um, boys out there, it's, it's one of those things where you watch them get beat a couple times in some tough games. Sure. Um, and... Then you see his pep talk and you see his post game conference, you know, and, and you're like, it, they, they, even if you don't like them or like Prime, it grows on you. A little oh, yeah. Bit. They're, they're playing so, those, sorry, they're playing those speeches and Monday morning, uh, like conference meetings for sales. Yeah. For work. Yeah. For business. Just to start the week off. And I love it. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, and, so it grows on you, and then when you see a game where they're up 29-0 at half, uh, matter of fact, I stopped by my nephew's. Oh, it was his last soccer game uh, for the fall. Nice. And we're walking out to the parking lot. I'm talking to my brother, and I said, man, I, I stayed up and watched that, that Colorado game, and he, he had, you know, it was, it was early in the morning, and he's like, why it was 29 to zero at halftime <laughs> i'm like dude they lost <laughs> he's like what i'm like what <laughs> oh what? Yeah, yeah they lost um so to blow a 29 point lead um the third quarter was wild hmm. um fourth quarter and then overtime these games that you lose like that they can have quite an impact on the rest of your season sure. if you let it. And, and Prime's, you know, statement after the game to sum it up was: since youth football, I don't think I've ever been up twenty nine points and lost. So this yeah. is tough for me. Yeah, this one's a little bit hard to swallow. I bet. Sorry, Prime. Um, love the guy to death. Uh, it does suck, and it does suck because you're gonna get a lot of anytime something comes up for about Colorado. They did this a lot with Atlanta when they lost in the Super Bowl. There's going to be twenty nine to zero lead. Like it's gonna. There's going to be that comment that people just flock to. Yeah, 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 yeah. At like, least for an, a year. How many times after a tough loss can you say, "Hey, you better get us now," like because yeah. we're coming. Like, yeah. and then you lose, and then you lose. It's like, oh man. Well, you know, next week's another week, so <laughs> hopefully you guys can wash it off, and uh, you know, there you go. Um, I do want to. Okay, so. This is, it's going to take me a second to get to it, so you might hear some other stuff. All right, you did. Um, We were supposed to go see, let me start it over and pause it. All right. We were supposed to go see the Taylor Swift movie this weekend. We ended up not, uh, she worked a little bit late, so we just decided not to go. Yeah. And man, am I glad that we decided not to go. Because for for the uh, younger generation when you get off work sometimes you just if you go to see a movie you just want to relax and just sit there and be told a story and you know <laughs> be entertained okay um my feed on social media was showing me the inside of all these movie theaters that the Eras tour um and which is a 3 hour movie by the way wow is it that long yeah it's uh, close to it i mean it's like 2 and like 2 and uh, like, I don't know, 50 minutes, 45 wow. minutes. Okay? Didn't know. Well, obviously, it's filled with a lot of Swifties. Okay. They're going to, if you're Taylor Swift's there, they're going to come flocking to it. Yeah. We saw that in the NFL. Um, here, once they, the movie started, they are up out of their seats. Let me, let me just let the Swifties do the, the talking. How about that? <laughs> so here's a theater, uh, and someone's filming it. They're jumping around. Oh my gosh! They're in the little pit at the begin front of the theater. Dude, what happened to the silence is golden preview? <laughs> God. 
and then they're just dancing. And I th- I get it's fun. I understand. Okay, I have two trains of thought here. One of them is is that okay? There's these are people that probably didn't get to go to the concert. Probably you know a little bit too expensive. A, you know, uh, t- two tickets. You and your your friend go and see it. Way cheaper than going to get two tickets at the you know AT and T Stadium. I understand that, and you want to kind of. But they need to have either two different showings or something because if me and Lulu would have showed up to the theater on Friday mm. and watched a movie for three hours when people were just dancing in the theater, just like screaming, just you know all that kind of stuff, I think I would have lost my mind. I think I would have left, bro. I would have left. One hundred percent would have left. Um, yeah, I mean it's like, hey, you're trying to have your concert moment um, via movie theater atmosphere. Yeah. I, I, I would drive me crazy. I'm like, yeah. I, why am I even watching this? Um, cause you can't really just watch no. it. No. And, uh, so there are movies that have like a cult following that get replayed. So, you know, the room, have you ever heard of that movie? The yeah. one with, yeah. And they, sometimes what they'll do is like at certain scenes, they throw plastic spoons at the, the, the screen and, you know, they'll say like certain lines or they'll do different, <laughs> they'll do different what? I just had a flashback. Oh. Do you remember, dude, because we used to go to rave. Yeah. Movie theater. Yeah. Do you remember licking those gummy candies and throwing them at the screen when you were? Yeah. I mean, kids are dickheads. Dude, okay. You, you introduced me to that. Oh, okay. Well then, <laughs> I didn't do it often because I don't even remember doing that. I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Um, But so. I was like, Kellen. <laughs> <laughs> My, are you grabbing your pearls over there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I apologize. Shouldn't have done that. Okay. And maybe, maybe I'm just being a hypocrite. Dude, we now. were like 12. It's okay. Yeah. But um, I all that to say is is that if the if the heirs tour movie had like I mean it's already gonna it's what did you say it was gonna start making probably about four billion dollars. Just what what is predicted is yeah. four billion dollars. I and can't I'm, even get it out. And I'm sure it's gonna be way more than that honestly because they'll probably what i think is going to happen is what they're happening with these other movies where they'll start like okay they'll have to have disclaimers and say if you want to just sit down and watch a movie don't come to this movie uh you know we have a showing for that over in this theater but this theater is they're gonna have to have two it's gonna be a segregated movie theater (laughs) i see it as like this movement though of like it could God, I hate to think about this. It could change the mm. format Mm-mm, of I how movies are shown. Like, I hope not. Like an interactive crowd, you know. I hope not. Because that's not why I go to the movies. No, theater. not at all. And, you know, it's fun when you go on opening night to movies. And, like, you know, I, there's been times where I've seen, like, a Marvel movie when they came out right at midnight or whatever. And Everybody dresses up. Yeah, and, people yeah. dress up or, you know, or they'll, um, they have when somebody gets shown on screen, everybody freaks out, you know, or some Easter egg show and everyone's yep. clapping. Yep. And I like that. But then everybody quiets back down because you want to be able to hear, you know? And I, from what I've seen from the comments, it was like, I couldn't even, I went, you know, yesterday and I couldn't even hear Taylor Swift. I couldn't even hear anything, just hear it all. And so it's, but it was a mixed bag. It was either, oh, I hope my theater's like this or I hope mine's not like this at all. And it was ruined the experience for me. It was, uh, yeah, surprisingly, here, I'm uh, just throwing this out there, because um, we had a mutual friend that went uh, Dude, downtown Fort Worth, Yeah, um, and there was only six people. That's wild. For the, the midnight showing. Um, but then you look at these other theaters, and it was like, I mean- It was sold out. I when I when Absolute to, chaos. When I went to look for tickets, I had to go through like five or six- different theaters because all of them were already sold out. And this was, you know, I I think this was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday that I was looking for a Friday movie. Mm. So it was wild. And I barely got tickets. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's, it's wild. I mean, the changing the economy in the country uh, to pretty well bringing in, you know, $4 billion from a movie. I mean, the, the, she's got such a huge reach. It is insane. It, yeah, I mean, I I think she's a great person, uh, you know, and her music's okay to me. Like, I, there's some that I like a lot, and then a lot of it, whatever. Um, but there, she has one of the biggest fan bases of any artist out there. And you know, there's a thing that she did with uh, getting people registered to vote. 
she got so many more younger people to vote than you know than just any politician that's going out there or somebody who's like yeah. hey you, have you signed up on college campuses and all that kind of stuff see that scares the shit out of me frankly well i don't it's, think it should. Uh, it's like like it's good but um because one person's stance can influence so many it's like well, it's only to register to vote. Yeah, yeah. If it yeah. was like, hey, this is I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Which like, I also think if she would be like, Hey, register to vote and vote for these people, that's illegal. But she is very political. Sure. You can't deny that. Sure. Like, she's very outspoken. Sure. Um, yeah, she posted pictures with cookies that said Biden on them. So I think it's she can influence she's she can definitely influence. influences yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm not I'm not saying that she does it. Yeah. I am just saying that she Yeah, it's good if you see see, here's my thing. And, and and I know this is a false reality to even talk about, but it's like uh, I love the idea of encouraging everyone to register to vote. Yeah. Um. But then when you're that outspoken, like you're using your platform, um. But like, think about the impact that that has from one person's point of view. I think to the lack of education. Like I think. Uh, I mean, I understand what you're saying. My whole thing is. If you're 18, you're eligible and you're able and you're not, you know, obviously certain things, you're allowed to vote. Yeah. Everybody's vote counts the same. So to me, like, there's people that I don't agree with that vote a certain way. Their vote counts as much as my vote does. So it's like... I like the creators and the influencers and just like celebrities that encourage people to make their own opinion. Vote or die. Yeah. You remember that? Well, they like, I don't know, they provide resources like, hey, register to vote. Here's some great resources for you to read on so you can form your own opinion yeah. one way or the other. They don't make it like personal. It's no, just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I agree. Do your American duty to vote. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I mean, we're we're, we're going to be coming up on an, on an election year. Shit's going to get wild. It's going to get wild. Yeah. It, it already is. Yeah. Um, so, absolutely. I mean, I, and I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole other than to say like, well, it's just wild that one person has that kind of, like, I, I mean, companies, businesses, they study. Oh, sure. They study her. They study her marketing. Yeah. They study the campaigns, Dude, she's, the she's, reach. Yeah. Like, she is a powerhouse. Like I said, when I went to the, the concert and I, the, what our mutual friend sent you, that yeah. whole, that she was like, <laughs> he was like, we need to step it up as artists. She's, you know, uh, when I watched that, I was like, man, like if every artist had this type of pull, like if they were able to be that, she she every single detail of that concert was like influenced by her, and it would be it's that would be a dream for any artist. Oh gosh, yeah. Okay, um, since we're talking about America, and since we're talking about voting, there are some questions that I have for you guys. Okay, okay. There's a TikToker, uh, and I I did this. I like it came up on my my feed, and I really what's thought his, it was uh, cool. What's his name? Yeah, I'm gonna give him a shout out. Um, it is Dan M X C Million. So it's. D-A-N-M-X-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. Okay. I think he's, uh, you know, from over the pond. Uh, and okay. he's got some uh, questions for us. I've answered two of the, I mean, two, he's got three videos. I've answered two of these with, you know, just when I was watching him, <laughs> I would pause the video. Yeah. But I'll let him speak for us, okay? Okay. So. The study asked American people what they thought about Americans as a whole, and the results are absolutely unhinged. So how it worked is they all got given a list of statements like, are black, own a passport, own a gun, etc. And they had to say what percentage of Americans they thought that characteristic applied to. Mm. So play along and see how you do. All right, we'll do the first one. What percentage of American people do you think live in New York City? Okay, I'm going to pause it right there. You guys heard his question? So so B and Tommy are going to play along. Mm. Uh, What percentage of Americans live in New York City? Ladies first. There's like eight million people that live in New York City. Mm-hmm. There's like three hundred and fifty million people that live in the United States. So is that three percent? Your turn. Um, I'm gonna say because I don't even know if those numbers are right. <laughs> um, I 
I'm going to say 6%. Okay. Three and six. The real answer is 3%. Oh, man. Look at that. I was, oh, I, my gosh. I was, I, was taking nice. a, I was taking a big over like the price is right, and I lost. All right. Let's go to the next one. That was really – Holy I, yeah. crap. Good as job. Soon as you, I heard you say it. I was like, dang, she's going to get it. All right. good, good job. Here's what um, – and then it tells you – he also shows what Americans guess, too. So he's going to tell a, a little bit about that, and then we'll get into the next one. Okay. Americans in the study said 30%. Wow. They thought oh almost one in every three Americans lives in New York. What? <laughs> what percentage of Americans do you think are obese? Obese. I know oh. he's got an accent, but obese. <laughs> A beast. Um, 40%. 48 or 40? Four 40. Four okay. 40? Yeah. Of Americans? This is 40. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, I'm going to say 52%. 52%. The actual answer is 42%. The people in the study said 56. So they over... Mm. Y'all were pretty close. Mm. Y'all were pretty close. Oh my gosh. B, you're doing great. Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling. All right, here we go. Shot a bit, but it's not that bad. What percentage of Americans do you think are transgender? I don't know. Ooh, I'm scared to. Uh... <laughs> I know. I know. I'll, I'll tell you, when I was doing this, uh, I was doing pretty well. I was doing like kind of what B. Oh, had. you were on B level. Okay. Yeah. And I know this one. So is oh, it like okay. 6%? Okay. Um, God. I, see, I don't know like what people identify as or, you know, so I'm just going to say six. Okay. I'm going to say 3.5. Wow. Okay. The actual answer is about 1%. Oh. The Americans in this study said 21. They yeah. thought that over one in five wow. people in the US are trans. I will say, I'm going to pause it there for a second. I think it's because, good or bad, the media has a huge... Uh, yeah. They they talk about it so much. It yeah. seems inflated. It's, it, it, and I think that's very important. That it's only at one percent, but twenty one percent, or that's what people think is out there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so. Just wild. remember that. All right. Percentage of American adults have at least a high school degree. Uh, what percent of adults have a high school degree? At yeah, at least a high school. At, degree. at least a high school degree. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Say sixty-five. I'm gonna say eighty-six percent. Okay. The actual answer is eighty-nine percent. Nice. The Americans said sixty-five, so they're really underestimating <laughs> their own intelligence. <laughs> and finally, I, I got that one wrong. So I was. What percentage of Americans do you think have a household income of over one million dollars per year? What percent have an income of over a million dollars per year? Okay. Household income of a million dollars per year. Yeah, that's like 2%. What do you think? 20%. 20 Okay. The actual answer rounds down to 0%. The Americans in this study thought it was 20%. I'm an idiot. Wait, 0%. Okay. It's like 0.5. So not, I mean, interesting. That, that just shows you a lot in perspective. Uh, yeah, especially with when you see other people and you're like, man, they've got, uh, you know, but a million dollars per year is a lot of money. Dang, I have a very. Mm. It's all right. Here's an you. You guys want to do the next one? I said twenty percent. You having fun doing this? Yeah, it's let's okay. hear it. <laughs> yeah. All right, your uh, guess is way too high. <laughs> all right, here we go. Study asked American people what they think about Americans. Part and the two. results are absolutely unhinged. So they each got given a list of statements, and they had to say for each one we know. what percentage of the oh, American okay. population they thought it applied to. Play along and see how you do. What percentage of American people do you think own a gun? Own a gun. Own a gun. Uh, I'm going to say... Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say... Like, in a... In, ooh, that's tough. I can see your eyes twitching a little bit. Well, I don't know if this poll is taken on people like over 18 or uh, you get what I'm saying. There's sure. over 390 million registered firearms in America. Yeah, but you can have more it's than 42? one. You can have more than one. You think 42%? 
Yes, uh, I know you, that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say 60%. All right. The actual answer is 32%. The Americans in this study said 54%, which I think is fair enough. What percentage of the American population do you think are Muslim? Sorry, I was born and raised in Texas. Um, yeah, I, w- I actually thought that my number guess was higher. way higher. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Wow. Um, what percent is Muslim? Uh, I, I'm going to be way off. I'm going to say 12%. Okay. She thinking? Um, I feel like I've heard the number like 1.8 million. So she's she's like she's doing math, girl. There. I think I'm I think I'm way over. I'm gonna say five percent. Five percent. I think we go over. The actual answer is about one percent. Yeah. The Americans <laughs> in this study said twenty-seven percent. Uh. This one is absolutely crazy, especially with the fact that in the same study they thought that thirty percent of people on average were Jewish. So they thought that Jews and Muslims make up nearly two-thirds of the American population. That's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Okay, sorry. Um, he, he he was going on to the next one, and I'll just say it. It says, what percent of Americans do you think have read a book in the last year? And so I'm going to let him kind of finish that statement and then pause it. Read a book in the last year. Okay. This one I did not get right. 20%. Well... I don't know. I think people are liars sometimes, I, you know? Yeah. 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 I see you're swearing it up a bit, maybe. Um, I'm going to say 35. I'm going to say 28%. Okay. Here it goes. The actual answer is 77%. Yeah, lies. Not a chance. Told you. Not a chance. I was dude. like, there's no way. Not a chance. All right. Okay. Here's the next one. With the theme that they seem to underestimate their own intelligence. What percentage of Americans do you think are military veterans? These are these are getting harder. These right are there. tough. Yeah, man. they're hard. Military veterans. Yeah. Oh God. She's about to count how many people were in the army. Yeah, the Marines, you got it. The Air Force, Consid- Navy. There's a, so there's four. Oh, well, reserves. Can't forget about Space Force. Let me think. Uh, <laughs> oh, what about the Coast Guard? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Where are we at? Mm. What percent are veterans? Yeah. I'm going to say 15%. Okay. Um, I'll and say 10. I just realized something. If I had done the math correctly on the Muslim one, I could have got it right. Mm. Okay. She's, I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm stats. not good at math. I'm not. <laughs> Here we go. The actual answer is 6%. But the study what? estimated it was 40%. Is that crazy? Wow. Yeah. What? That one's crazy to me. Dude. That, that, <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I, I that's way too that's way lower than I thought. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I was hoping I was undershooting. Undershooting it. Okay, this one might have gotten cut off a little bit, but here we go. If I, I'll tell you what it is after if if it doesn't work. What percentage of Americans do you think identify as either gay or lesbian? This is tough. They're getting tough. They're tough. I'm going to say 11%. Okay. Because the trans gender one was 1%. Maybe it's 15% actually. 15%. Who did they poll? That's what I want to know. American. Yeah. Uh, Well, no, you saying when they guessed? Like people who, what do you mean who they pull? Yeah, I guess I was just like curious because he's saying like what what the average American guest or whatever yeah. from the poll. So she um, said fifteen. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say twelve. Okay. The true answer is just three percent. The people in this study said. 30%. Wow. So that's another wow. one of those, man. I'm telling you, it's honestly, it inflates it with the media. Dude, yeah. Wow. What? And it's it, like that saying the, the, you know, about uh, the, the tail wagging the dog. Like, what is that saying? Like, the dog isn't wagging his tail. The tail's wagging the dog. The, the minority is pulling the majority around on a lot yeah, of these. But, but a lot of these, they're, their minority is low, but I think what I, this is just me. A lot of times people like to make minority groups, uh, like the ones that he's been saying trans, Muslim, LBGT, 
they like to make them kind of a boogeyman. And so yeah. when that happens, they like you want you want them to be all powerful in a sense, like be scared of these people. Come to find out, they are nothing like that, and they're you know here at three percent of the yeah. Americans. Think of like thirty people you know. I I'm like yeah. Uh, Two of those people are whatever the question's asking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is. Interesting. But uh, here's the last one. So this is, I don't know these answers. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We're all going to get to play. So here we go. He's And shout out again. Uh, it just says Dan on TikTok, but he's got a good channel. He just came on my feed. Oh, we got four minutes. So let's just do this. Let's do two real quick. What they think about American people as a whole, and the results are absolutely unhinged. So they each got given a list of statements and had to say what percentage of Americans they thought that statement applied to. Play along and see how you do. Let's just what do percentage one. of Americans do you think live in Texas? Oh, that's a good one to end on. Oh, my. Which one? What percentage of Americans live in Texas? Uh, let's see. There's four big cities. Bro, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 25%. I think that's too high too. I think it's twelve percent. Yeah, um, I'm gonna re-guess and I'm gonna say. But like fifty percent of the U.S. population lives in like yeah twelve areas of the country. Absolutely. So I, I'm I'm gonna go back and say eighteen percent. Eighteen, you said. Did I say twelve? Yeah, she did. Okay. Um, I'll say sixteen. Okay. Cool. What if it's like forty? Oh, let's see who wins. All right. So you said twelve, sixteen, eighteen. The actual answer is nine percent. Holy oh, shit! Oh man, I I was gonna guess. We nine. guessed. This said American guess is thirty. Oh well, everything's Everything bigger in Texas. Bigger. I guess. My gosh. Well, Jeez. that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for put. If you played along at home, how'd you do? Did yeah. you do well? Let us know. Write us. Um, <laughs> Tommy, where can they find us? You can find us at Post Hump Day. Um, we're, we're everywhere you are. Um, so we appreciate you listening again. My name is Tommy DeSalt. Kellen King. We'll see you on the other side.